Lamed Dalet Amud Bey is about two-thirds of the way down the Amud at the new Mishnah. Um, a and B. Yesh A. Chayv HaMais HaShara Upatra HaMais HaAtzmai. And B. Patra HaMais HaShara V'chayv HaMais HaAtzmai. You have situations where if uh, a person sure does something, that person will be liable. But if he himself does it, he's Patr. And also the flip side, situations where if the short does it, it'll be putter, but if the person himself does it, he'll be chayev. So here's examples. Ketzad. I wrote above this B1. This is going to be the first example of a B scenario. Shorah should be'esh putter, v'hu should be'esh chayev. Shore damages someone, the person is embarrassed in the process. Well, there's no busha payments, yet if the person himself embarrasses another person, that uh, person who was responsible for embarrassing would be chayev. A B2. Let's say a person's sure blinded somebody else's eye, a person who's an Eved, or uh, knocked out an Eved's tooth, Potter, meaning the person would not <coughs> have to let the uh, Eved go free. For who, if the master himself, he blinds the eye of his slave, or knocks out his tooth, he would have to let the uh, slave the slave would go free. Comma. Now, I call this A1. This is an example of the A presentation. Uh, if a person's ox uh, damages and draws blood from uh, the, the owner's um, mother or father, then there would be, have to be damage payments paid. However, who, if it's the human being, the son himself, who's chavah b'avav he uh, wounds them, hits them, uh, draws blood, he would be potter because of the a uh, concept of kamle bide rabamine, there's a, a greater punishment there. There's actually like a daraisa, um, iser, maybe even a mis- iser, uh, death penalty, and therefore it uh, negates the uh, lower level um, damages issue. And A2, shoresh if a uh, ox causes a uh, pile of grain to go up in, to get uh, burned and destroyed, uh, on Shabbos, the owner of the ox would still be. Chayev, of course, a chatzin nezek, because it's a bit meshuna. At the same time, who should the if the human being himself, not the ox that's owned by the human being, but the person himself, lights the gadish on fire on Shabbos, because the act that he did is one which is basically Shabbos, which is a, a death penalty uh, issue. Tani Rebbe Vau Kamei Dereb Yochanan, I underline Rebbe Yochanan, the following one line Tanaic source. Uh, this, uh, Brysa says, Kol HaMekalkalin Peturin Chutz Michavel Umavir. All uh, actions done on uh, Shabbos that are destructive, uh, they are putter, they're, they're not going to be Aser Mi Daraisa. Um, Chutz Michavel Umavir, with the exception, let's see Rashi on the last narrow line, except for Chavel Umavir, Kedemifarish, from the fact that the Pasuk specifically has to go out of its way to permit circumcision on Shabbos, it sounds like any other type of causing a wound would be Chayev, so Chovo, causing a wound, would be a Chayev, even though it's essentially a destructive act. Continuing in the Rashi, it's not allowed to burn a Baskoen who gets the death penalty on Shabbos, sounds like uh, causing something of a, a destructive nature with uh, igniting a flame, lighting a flame, causing a flame, Chayev, Kagayin, Hasarev, Kli, Demekalkelhu. If you're burning, let's say, a wood uh, salad bowl, uh, it would be Chayev. That is the uh, end of the Rashi, that's the snake source. So that was the snake source that was taught by Rabbi Vo in the presence of Rabbi Yochanan. Amarle, 
Rabbi Yochanan's response, back up in the Gemara, uh, six lines from the bottom, is Paiktani Lebro. Oh, go take the Bryce and bring it outside. Why? He basically doesn't like it. Chovel Umaver Eina Mishnah. That, a person who does these, uh, these two type of destructive acts, it's not a teaching, it is invalid. It's, it's basically, the person would be Potter, disagrees with the Tanaic source. The Ibtim Zilaymar Mishnah. And by the way, if you want to say that it is a good teaching, it's a valid teaching, well, here it would have to be the case. It would have to be, it's still a destructive act, but a destructive act which is needed for something constructive. Chovel, drawing blood, would be Bitsarach Lakalboy, where you need it for your dog, which is basically Mekalkel Almanas Latakein, because you got to feed your dog and your dog wants some uh, blood. Or Mavir, uh, Kindling Bitsarach Lafroy, where you actually need the results of when you burn something, which is the for the uh, ashes. Ask the Gemara now. It's none. Let's look at this in light of our Mishnah. The Gemara brings almost a two-line quote of the Mishnah. If a person's ox uh, caused uh, a pile of grain to get burned on Shabbos, the owner of the ox would be liable. But if the person himself lights the Pile of grain on fire and destroys it on Shabbos. He's put from the payments. That's the end of the snake source connector vikatani, and you have then in this case the who dumu the person taught uh, in the context and compared and contrasted to his ox. Well, colon mashayroi deloy kavoyle. It must be just like the shore in question here doesn't need the ashes. Uh, usually, a shore has no idea why it burns something if it burns it. Afhu, so too, apparently, should we not make the diuk? Nami, delo, I double underline the word delo, kabaile. The person also must be that when he's burning whatever he's burning, he doesn't need the ashes. Yet, vikatani, it said very clearly, putter, that in that situation, it would be not chayev, mipnei shuhu, nidam The person, Saturday morning lighting a fire, that's a death penalty related issue. That is the Gemara's question. Answers the Gemara. Gemara has two answers. One is uh, over here. I put a number one in the margin and circle it about halfway down the the Amud. First word in the line is Levayesh. Next word is Rav. I circled Rava. And in the margin, I put a number two. So uh, let's see the Gemara's two answers. Here's the first. Lo, don't learn it as um, who Doma Lashayre. Don't learn it as the person is similar to the shore. In other words, you have to learn something from the shore. Rather learn it I dot underline those three words, that the shore, why is it being taught uh, in, in, uh, next to the person? Because the shore is similar to person. How's that? Colon. Mahu de kaboyle. Just like the person, when he burns something, that which is going to be chayev, at least we're saying now, is it has to be that he needs the ashes. So to the shore burnt the stack of uh, grain because he needed the ashes. Really? Where do you find such a case like that? What's the case over here? An unusually insightful, bright, smart shore. There's some, I don't know, got a bite, some, something bit it on its back. He wants to, uh, the shore that is, wants to burn something so he'll be able to have the ashes and then roll around on his back in it and uh, feel better. Okay, that's quite a shore. Umanayadina, and like, the shore isn't telling us this. How do we even know that this is the case? Well, de la basar de calye, because after the shore caused the pile of grain to be burnt, ka me gander it went and rolled around in the ashes. Really, says the morning, umika ki agafna? Do you have such a thing? I mean, it, it 
it doesn't even exist. You have a shore who burned something that's once rolled in the ashes, says the Gemara in. Yep, you got a precedent for it. Now, it's not the general rule, but I guess exceptional situations. You have that in Dahu Tura, there was a um, ox, to have a bay Rav Papa that was owned uh, by the household of Rav Papa, to have a Le Chinche. It uh, hurt its, uh, its palate or its tooth, something in its mouth. It had like a, a toothache. Ail, it, it went in somewhere, upatke le nizaisa, and sort of like the, broke open the top of a barrel of beer, the shasi shikra, and drank the beer, the itzi, and uh, made it better. Uh, it was like a medicinal, uh, I don't know, a shore that uh, went to medical school, but uh, you do have a precedent for uh, such a thing. I'm Rabbana Kameda Papa. The Rabbana now say to Papa. Um, are we really able to say like we want to on the second line? We dot underline these words. Really, can you really say uh, that the way to understand the comparison between the person and the shore is that the shore is similar to the person? The ha kitani, but the Tanakh source says, and here's a quote from it: uh, six words, put the right angles in. Who should be If a person sure causes embarrassment to the one it had attacked, then uh, the owner is putter. If the owner himself had caused embarrassment to uh, another uh, person, he would be chayev. Now, so you're saying that the way we're supposed to learn the comparison is that the person sure is similar to him. Well, where then do you have a sure that intends to embarrass a person? Well, you don't necessarily, but you do have a shore that intends to damage a person. answers the Gemara. In general, if the intention of the attacker was the uh, to um, damage, that there might be a busha requirement, even if the uh, person didn't intend to embarrass us. It's enough to intend to attack someone, and if an embarrassing situation ensues, uh, there would be the possibility of an issue of busha payment. All that was the first approach. The Gemara brings the second approach. Rava, who I circled, Amar, Masnisen be Here's the Mishnah, is where it was Bishaygeg. Really, the Mishnah is where, no, 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 the, the, you don't need the ashes, why then would there be a patur from a possible payments, like you did go and burn down somebody's uh, stack of grain, it's not because that there is a chiyuv uh, misa, because the truth is our mishas, even when this happened, b'shoigig, and the person doesn't get that death penalty for doing something accidentally, so uh, that's what Rava says, mishas b'shoigig, ooh, and it goes like, the following Tanaic source, which goes for almost seven lines and starts here. There's a Pasuk. Rashi actually quotes the Pasuk in, he actually quotes even an additional word. The Pasuk says, Maka behema yishalmena, umake adam yumas. That's Vayikra Chavdalet, Pasuk Chavalef. Smiting an animal, he shall pay. Smiting another person, he shall die or be put to death. So, uh, the two, Maka Behema and Maka Adam, are taught near each other. Says the Brahisa, Maka Adam, I put them in quotation marks, and then a separate quotation marks, Maka Behema. It's not a direct quote, it's actually out of order, but it's those two issues. And we compare them, and we come to the following conclusion. Colon, Ma, I squiggle underline the word Ma. And three lines later in the middle of the line, I squiggle underline the word Af. So Ma, just like Maka Behema, Loichalakta, if somebody hits an animal and causes damage, there's no distinctions made. Ben Shayeg, Ben Mazid, whether it was done accidentally or purposely, Ben Miskavan, Lashayna Miskavan, intentionally, not intentionally, Ben Derech Yerida, Lederech Aliyah, whether it was an upward motion, 
or a down, uh, excuse me, whether it was a downward motion uh, or an upward motion, to get you off the hook. Rather, in all those different scenarios, the person is responsible to pay for the damage that they caused. Off, <coughs> so too, Maka Adam. If a person hits another person, like talk like boy, no distinction should be made. Ben, Shoyig Lamezid, Ben, Miskavlation, Miskavan, Ben, Derkavid, Derkalia, Le Chaifai Mamain, Ella Le Poitre Mamain. And that's the end of the uh, Tanaic source. And uh, that's what Rava says that uh, could be even be Shoigig. I'm going to lay Rabban on the Rava. The Rabbana now say to Rava, Me Matsus Really? You're going to say the case was when it was done accidentally? Question mark, comma. Vaha, the uh, Bishop was very clear that there's going to be a death penalty possibility. I put the three words in right angles, and the right angles, Kitani. That's what the Mishnah said. Now, you never get the death penalty for doing something. So the Gemara answers, No, this is what we mean to say. Since that act is an act that if it was done on purpose, a person could be liable to the death penalty. Where would be the case? If you burned something and needed the ashes, that would be a Doraisa uh, Shabbos violation. Since that's the case, and even if the act was done, but it was done, you would be potter. Says the Mishnah, we're going to have three cases the Mishnah can present us with. All of which will have the same psak. Uh, we're not really sure, and therefore the one who wants to uh, cause the other one, if you have two parties, party A and party B, party A wants party B to have to pay, well, the burden of proof is on party A. In other words, whichever party is the one that's requesting the other one pay up, he's the one who has to bring the proof. And if he doesn't bring proof, it doesn't happen. So here's the first case. You have one ox running after another ox, comma, and then we don't know what happened. Vehuzak, and next thing we know, the one that was being chased is damaged. Now, Ze Oimer, the one who has the damaged ox, says to the one who uh, whose ox was chasing his, he says, Shorcha Hizik, hey uh, buddy, hey Bob, your short damaged my short. Vizel Oimer, and Bob says back, uh, Loki, oh no, Elabasella uh, Laka, I know what happened. It uh, it hit itself on, it like tripped over a rock. Okay, uh, what do we do there? We have we have no uh, you know it's not clear who's in the right who's in the wrong. So hamotzi mechaver alavarai. I double underline hamotzi mechaveroi alavarai. The one who wants to cause the other one to have to give up or pay up something, the burden proof is on him. Period. Slash. Let's say there's two running after one. In other words, three different um, bulls. One is owned by Albert. One is owned by Bob. And one is owned by Carl. And Albert. And Bob's shore is running after Carl's shore. Each one says it was the other guy's shore who caused the damage. Well, Shteyan Peturin, since uh, both of them um, can push off the potential for having to make a payment to the other guy. However, if both the shore number one and shore number two are owned by the same owner, then it doesn't make any difference. Shteyan Chayavin. They're both going to be chayev. Now, both, let's see, both short. We'll see what that means. But bottom line, the uh, owner will be uh, responsible. Comma. Uh, A. Let's say the two chasing after, uh, there was one uh, big one and one small one. Hanizak. I underline the knees. And remember, with a short tom, uh, the damages only are of uh, half of uh, Chatzinezek, and it's also only up to the value of the uh, shore. 
So the Nizak says, Gadol Hizik. The Nizak, the one who was damaged, wants to be able to get the most he possibly can. He doesn't want it to be limited, and therefore he says, oh, it was the uh, larger animal that damaged mine. Whereas the Mazik, I underline the word Mazik, the, the Mazik says, no, no, Loki, Ella uh, Kotzen Hizik, it was my smaller animal, thereby limiting his uh, liability. Comma, or, a case B, Echad the two... Um, Shvarim, who were chasing the third shore, the Nizak, the one that was the one who has the damage shore armor, he says the Muad Hizik. Oh, it was the Muad. In other words, he can get full damages. Whereas the Kama, the Mazik, and the Mazik, the Mazik, the one who is responsible for the damage by owning those uh, shores, said, uh, Loki, uh, no, Ella Tom Hizik. It was rather Tom, thereby limiting um, his uh, responsibility to have to pay. So, what do we do here? It's not clear. So, how I double underlined that. Period. Slash. Third scenario, so you have uh, two uh, damagers, one big one, one small one, two that uh, did the damage. Uh, again, we don't know who damaged who, but we do know one of them damaged uh, one of the other guys, and the other one, the other guys. So Hanizak, I know Hanizak, I Gadol, Hizik as Gadol, Vekatan as Katan, the one who had the damage caused would definitely want the ability to collect from his bigger loss from the other guys, from the attacker's bigger animal. So he says, the big one of yours attacked the big one of mine, and the small one of yours attacked the small one of mine. Vahamazik, the one who caused the damage, I don't Mazik, I Loki, no. Ella, katan is katan. It was the small one that damaged the big one, and the big one damaged the small one, thereby limiting his liability on the, the more expensive damage of the other guy's big animal. Kama, or... Similar up above, the Nizak, of course, wants to be able to collect his damages from the Muad, because you get full damages and no limit on that. And Nizak, therefore, it was your Muad that would Hizik the Gadol, my more expensive one, my bigger one, Vitamis Hakatan, and the Mazik, and the line Mazik, Loki, no, Ella, Thomas Hakadol, Muad is Hakatan. Once again, apparently, we're not sure, and therefore, I double underline these four words, Alav Haraya. I'm Rav Chia Baraba, I serve Rav Chia Baraba, Zaysay Meres. You see from here, Chaluk in Alav Chaverev al Somchis, and I boxed Somchis. Apparently, the Tanaic um, colleagues of Somchis uh, disagree with Somchis because Somchis' basic principle is when you don't know, basically split. When you have a situation and we're not sure who is in the right or in the wrong in a monetary issue, Chulkin, so split it. But we're not seeing any splits over here. We're seeing burden of proof is on the one who uh, wants to draw money from the other one, even though there's apparently uh, something about who is uh, responsible, if anyone here. I underline Rabbi Barmamal. He says, who we had circled three lines ago, when Sumchus said that, that Maman, that is Besafek, is that even when each side is coming with a claim of certainty, uh, Marley says back, uh, yep, in, that's right, connector Amar Sumchus, he said what he said, even when each side is coming with a claim of certainty. Doesn't mean they're both right, but that he would say it. Okay, umimai connector to Masnitsin, who says that our Mishnah, though, is a case where they're both coming with claims of definitiveness. Yep, that's what happened. Not, oh, well, I think what happened, but rather definitive claims. Well, Dikatani, here's a quote from our Mishnah. It goes uh, till the end of the line. Ze'oymer shorchai hezik. Mr. A says, it was your shore, Mr. B. Kama v'ze'oymer, Mr. B says, uh, low-key, uh, no, Ella, 
Beselalaka, it, uh, it, it, it hit by a rock. Now, he could have just said uh, it got hit by a rock. What's the low key? The low key, which I emphasized over and over again in the Mishnah, the no is definitely a claim which sounds pretty definitive. And therefore, uh, that is the example of how we know that it must be Baru Bari. Maskiflarapapa. I put a long point marking in the margin here. Going down about seven, eight, nine lines till first word on the line is Baru Shema. So Rapapa um, attacks this. I circled Rapapa's name. Maskiflarapapa Rapapa, Rapapa attacks this. It says, Midereisha Baru Bari. Well, from the fact that there's a few cases that we had in the Mishnah, the Rasha's case you're telling me is a Baru Bari. Seifa Nami, it must be the safest cases also to keep the uh, structural uh, similarity, also a Baru Bari case. Well, comma connector, a Seifa. Let's see the Seifa. Quite a quote here. It's about uh, four and a half lines. I put the right angles in and let's focus now if this is Baru Bari. Uh, here we go. Two animals, uh, the uh, big one and a small one. The one who was damaged says, Oh, it was the uh, larger of your animals that attacked my poor animal. The mazik says, There it is, his word, Loki. Or, of the two potential attacking animals, one was on Muad. Nizak, I don't know, Nizak, the one who was damaged, says, Oh, yeah, it was the Muad animal, like the one of your animals that can, I can get a lot more money from, that attacked, whereas the Mazik, I don't know, the Mazik, the Mazik, he says, Loki, no, Elatam Hizik. And what do we say? The one that is, is, is requesting that money be brought forth from the other one. In other words, the, the one who is, is, is requesting that he get paid, uh, the burden of proof is on him. Now let's make a basic diuk. Let's say no proof could be brought. Then what do we do? Well, shkol kida amar mazik. Uh, apparently, e, the uh, one side would get paid, but only the according to the way the Mazik said the story happened. Now, if that's the case, Nehemiah, should we say, Tavi, this would be a tiyuf, the refutation of Rabba Bar I know the Rabba Bar What does he say? Da'amar, Tanoi Chitim, In other places in Shasi, he talks about where uh, Al comes to Bob and says, Hey, uh, give me the wheat that you owe me. And the uh, Bob says back, Well, uh, I, only, I, I owe you Sa'irim, barley. Uh, actually, Potter, then in that case, he would be Potter. Why? Because what the guy is requesting, the other fellow is saying, I don't have anything like that of yours. He's admitting it's something else, but he would be Potter because the original claim, the other person is saying he doesn't owe them anything. Ella! So I squiggle under the Ella, rather, it must be that this case is not a Barrio Bari, but rather Bari Vishema. Okay. Who's making the Bari claim? Who's making the Shema claim? Asks the Gemara now uh, to Rapapa. Dekamar Bariman, question mark, Dekamar Shemaman. Who's saying what? Well, let's try to figure this out. E, I squiggle underline this word. E, and two lines later, directly underneath, there's an L, I squiggle underline that. E, Nema Dekamar. If you want to say that, um, the Nizak, underline Nizak, is making the Bari claim. Dekamar Mazik, underline Mazik, is making the Shema claim. Um... So the one who was damaged is saying absolutely, and the other one is saying, well, maybe, well, Akati still, like there would be a tears, is Rabbi Bardasan. Hella, here's what we must say. To Kamar, it's the Nizak, the one who was damaged, who's saying Shema, a claim of, well, I think so, but I'm not sure. The Kamar Mazik, underlying the Mazik, he's saying Bari. Okay, so that's Shema and Bari. Now, let's work back. Umide Seifa, here's a four-word phrase, from the fact that the later part of the Mishnah is a Nizak, Shema, Umazik, Bari, uh, Kama, Reisha, Nami, 
said we have to keep the cases similar, is also, uh, should we not say, Nizak Shema Umazik Bari. So the one who was damaged is saying, well, uh, kind of like maybe that's what it was. The Mazik is saying, oh, no, for sure, I'll tell you what happened. Vamar Sumchus Afilu Baha. And apparently Sumchus, who says split it, would say it even in this case, that the Rabbanan have to come along and say, no, like the whole situation is very shaky because even the Nizak is just giving a Shema claim. So the Gemara answers, no. Lo. Kama, I squeal in mind here, Seifa, is the Nizak, I know the Nizak is saying Shema, and the Mazik, I know the Mazik is saying Bari. That's the safest case, and it certainly makes much more sense there that the Mazik is the Bari claim. Kama, Reisha, which I squiggle underlined, in the Reisha's case, the Nizak underlined is Bari, and the Mazik is the one who is Shema. So we're basically saying that uh, we're not having exactly like perfect structural similarity between the Reisha and the Seifa, because in the Reisha, the one with the Bari claim is the Nizak, the one who was damaged, and the Seifa, the one who's coming with the Bari claim, is the other guy, the Mazik, the one who's responsible for the damage, which we don't like to say if we don't have to, and therefore the Gemara asks, damya Reisha le Seifa. Well, isn't that making the two parts of the Mishnah, which clearly were taught in a relationship to one another to show, show, show some sort of uh, symmetry or similarity? Well, Amri, we answer. Bari v'shema, I put that in a phrase marking, and Shema u'bari, chad milsehi. It's not that big a jump to say you have two parties, one says Bari, the other one says Shema. Now, whichever one says Bari, or whichever says Shema, it doesn't even interest. But it's basically two different claims. One is an absolute claim, one is a maybe. Whereas, comma, Bari Ubari, and then a Shema Ubari, to have one case be where each side is making a claim of absolute certainty, and then another case to be Shema Ubari, Tremili Ninu. That's two totally separate things, and that's what we're saying the Mishnah wouldn't have. I put a parallelogram on this goof and underline Rabbi Barnasan. That's what he said, that if I come to Bob and I say, hey, Bob, uh, give me back the uh, the wheat that you uh, owe me or you borrowed from me. Uh, and Bob says back to me, oh, I don't know, barley, I got some barley, that he would be putter. That is the case. My Kamash Milan asks the Gemara now, why did the Amora Rabbi Barnasan have to tell us that? Tanina. There's a Tanaic source which says basically the exact same thing. Uh, so why do we need the Amar telling us basically the same thing the Mishnah told us? Well, here's why. If we only had the Mishnah which we just quoted that told us that, what does it mean, Pater? Pater means Mechitin. Oh, so let's say Chitin is $10 a pound and Siren is $5 a pound. So I would have thought that if the guy says, hey, you know, give me wheat, and the guy says, I only have barley, um, that he's putter from having to pay the wheat $10. But he would still have to pay the $5 for the barley. Kamash Milan, that's what we're being taught by the additional teaching by Rabbi Barnasan, connector to putter legamri. Putter doesn't mean putter from paying the higher amount. But yes, lower amount, it means putter completely because the whole original claim is being totally denied by the uh, party who's supposed to pay. It's done. I put a triangle on this Tanan, and uh, a couple lines later, last word line is Haya, right before this is Tanan, uh, another triangle on that side. We're going to quote two parts of our Mishnah and shed some light on this. So it's Tanan. Here is our Mishnah. It said, uh, right angles, and it gave the whole case, and it essentially ended with Mosebech uh, Lavaraya. Okay, let's make a diuk. Ha, I vectored the word ha. Ha, loy my siraya, if he cannot bring any proof. 
Shakil Kidika Amar Mazik. Apparently, then he would have to take whatever the lower amount, but still the lower amount that the Mazik had said. Now, why should that be? Amai, question mark, comma. Isn't this a case that's similar to Chiti Musar and Ninu, where it should be totally Patzer? And the Gemara answers, well, yeah, actually, that's what it means. Yeah, that's what Amotsi Bechavar Lavaraya. It means like Raui Litail. He's fitting to take if he's able to bring a proof to back up his claim. And if he doesn't, um, well, then he's not entitled to anything. Really, that's what it means? That's how I understand it. Vahatanya, we have a brysa. As it goes uh, about two-thirds of the line. Hareze mishtaleim ala katan min ha-gadol min Well, in this case, I'll have to pay the um, from the smaller attacking animal uh, to payments for the larger animal that was attacked. And for the large animal that was attacked from the smaller one, and basically it sounds like very much like there is a payment there. Well, actually there shouldn't have been because the Gemara says that what happened was Ditafas. It's where the one who was claiming he was owed something didn't wait for the rabbis or the courts to take care of it because the truth is they wouldn't have taken care of it. Uh, he actually grabbed the asset himself. Now once he grabbed the asset himself, well, okay, we're not going to take it away from him. But he shouldn't have, but he did. Period. It's done. Another triangle. Quote uh, from our Mishnah again. Um, this quote goes for about just over two lines. If the two animals that attacked, one was Tom, one was Muad, the Nizako, and Nizako, he says, Oh, the Muad, he's like, a god doll. Yeah, 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 that, that big, the one I could get much more payments from. That's the one that damaged my bigger, more expensive animal, the Tom. And the short Tom damaged my Katan, Kama, the Hamazik, and the Mazik, he says, Oh, oh, no, 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 Loki, Ella. Thomas Agadol, it's your it was the it was my little animal that damaged your big one and your muad asakatan. What do we say? That's the end of the quote from the Mishnah connector. Ha and the diuk would be I vectored the word ha lo maisi right. He doesn't bring a proof. Shakil kitikamer mazik that he would be entitled to now a lesser amount, but still like the mazik had said now. Why should that be? Kama amali? Question mark comma. Isn't that a situation where one person is claiming you owe me wheat, the other one's saying back I owe you barley, and it should be no payment? Well, like we answered before, what we mean over here is if there is a proof being able to be brought, vain low. However, since if there is no proof, then he would not be entitled to anything. I vahatanya, we have a brisa. Same brisa we saw before, goes for just over a line now. Tom, which seems very clear, let's say on the snake source, that there are payments being made. It's not no payment. And once again, we answer, and with this, we'll conclude, de tafas. Well, actually, a payment wasn't made. It's where the one who was claiming he was owed something grabbed some asset, and okay, fine. Like, once you grabbed it, we'll let you keep it. Um, Adkan.